I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. What's happening, Hoops? Hello, Rye. Uh, what's happening indeed? Hmm. I don't know if we want to get right into the harrowing news that we were hit with this week. We do. Jay Leno's been seriously burned in a car fire. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> these car scars? Oh, oh, the Jay Leno Joker. This is his origin story. That uh, What happened? He lit himself on fire? I mean, I don't know what happened. I was just dazzled by the headline. Yeah. I think he was working on one of his old classic cars, and it just kind of exploded in his face. I mean, speaking of working on classic cars, someone who's a big fan of that, working on Hot Rod specifically, mm. visited him in the hospital. Tim Allen. Huh? And he had some pull quotes about uh, how tough Jay is for surviving his very serious burns. Do we uh, think that they're like real buddies? Or is it? We I do. Don't know. I don't see what his agenda would be beyond it actually being a buddy. I mean, they're both like fucked up asshole idiot lunatics who have like too much dough for being. Do you think Tim they Allen they're has a lot of money that. from the Toy Story movies and I do. home improvement? I do. Hmm. Unless he, like... He spent it all on cocaine, and then he ratted everybody out to get it back. He did famously do that. Um, well, our thoughts and prayers go out to Jay. <laughs> We're huge Leno heads here at the podcast. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Eubanks is probably, like, at his bedside <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> he has, like, his epidermis flakes off into a trash can. As Jay, like, ekes out uh, <laughs> bits about the headlines. You seen this, Kevin? You heard about this? I feel like I'm being too mean to Jay. I take it all back. I heard he was a dick, so I don't care. All right, I'm back. I'm show stinks. Wow. Are you talking about the Jay Leno show or the Tonight Show? Uh, I'm a huge fan of... What's his car show? Jay's Garage? Yeah. Hey, my cares. Yeah, they had a picture of him... You know those like weird twin guys? <laughs> those like twin blonde party guys who always show up? Do Places. I? The, These are like exactly the kind of guys that you would. Let me see. Let me take a look at them. I'm trying to find the picture. Is it those guys, Chad and JT? Probably. Those that's, like goofy guys? Yeah. Those guys. No, that's someone else. I don't know who that is. Oh, well, they took a picture with Jay Leno at the mall, like by happenstance, the day before he got in this car fire. And everyone was like, wouldn't it be funny if this was the last scene photograph of Jay Leno? Last known photograph. With him and these goofballs who look like the twins from the Matrix. Oh, yeah, I actually do not recognize them. Okay. But, I mean, Jay, mm. we're pulling for you. Speaking of people being injured the, or down, the we have a sad one. The man who inspired the Tom Hanks movie The Terminal dropped dead of a heart attack in the middle of an airport. Wow. Ironically. His name was Maran Karimi Nasiri. What a way to go. It's like it was his destiny. 
All right. He saw that. Do you think he saw it coming? Like one of these days, I'm just going to eat shit and die in an airport. I mean, you know what this means? Tom Hanks <laughs> is going to have to, you know, get this role back together. They're going to have to make The Terminal 2. Spielberg's going to come back for it. Most unsequelable movie of all time. The Terminal 2. And it's like 18 years too late. <laughs> When did the terminal come out? Like oh three. <laughs> they can call it the terminally ill. Do you get it? You I do. I it. do indeed. I believe I have two unopened copies of the terminal on the shelf over there. I feel like we saw the terminal in theaters in like oh uh, four. Sounds exactly like the kind of thing that we would do. Like at Loring Hall, and I was like, "We got to get out of here." And you were like, "That big finish, though." And the big like, finish was just Tom Hanks, like, "I'm still in the airport." Me, like, this is a Spielberg movie. I, it'll heat up at some point. I swear, it has to. My mom wants to go see the the Fetter Lines or whatever that movie is called. So you should take her because I don't know if I have it in me. Do they make a movie about Kevin Federline and his family? The Fablemans. Oh yes, the Spielberg movie. <laughs> That'd be great if Spielberg directed the Kevin Federline movie. Like, nah, nah, Brittany, I get the kids. My pants fell down, but I get to keep the kids. But yeah, that, I'm excited for The Fablemans. Um, nice movie about movies. Nice little artsy slog that Scotty can cry at. Yeah, Seth Rogen, Spielberg, and a movie about <laughs> movies is like perfect for you. I'll hate it. So yes, I will go see that with your mother and cry in the theater. In. I'll see you there. I support it. He's in. Um, there's a lot of talk about the movies this week. I don't know if you saw Tarantino refer to this current era of cinema as one of the worst in history. He is not incorrect. Yeah, he's kind of like right on the money with that. Yeah. It's a bummer, but it's very real. The last like solid movie year that we had was probably 2019. I don't know if he said this on Howard. Did you hear him on Howard? I did. Yeah, I heard the whole thing. Ooh. Ooh. Quentin, so, like, so you, when you're when yeah. you're pointing the camera at uh, at some feet, uh, <laughs> did, did you get a boner? Did you get a boner when like, you do that? That exact bit, word for word, because I'm a fucking hack. So Quentin, when I wrote when I did my movie Private Parts, I got a lot of boners. I mean, what else was he saying? Uh, he's back on that like he's got to make ten movies thing, and he can't figure out what his final movie to be well some things a lot of publications cut kill bill into two and like it is too sure but like that makes 10 right it's such like a nonsense thing i hate he, it he just like has this in his head like i gotta make 10 movies this song and dance and he announced he's making a limited series for netflix which, which is probably going to be like a western because that's like seems to be his thing i whatever it is i'm going to eat it up and say i loved it yeah there's I no mean, going around that I'm sure it'll probably be interesting. And I'm glad he's still making stuff, but he should just give up on this, like, I'm going to make 10 movies thing and just make, like, six more real quick. Just eke out a bunch for us to watch. We Agreed. need them. Just it's make like, a movie every 18 months until we're dead. It's fucking Turkey City. Not you, us. Yes. Like, get some in the can, like Tupac albums, and just have them come out posthumously. And you got Jen Aniston coming out with a quote saying, uh, there are no more movie stars. There's no more glamour. Even the Oscar parties are not fun anymore. She's into like her sad arc. Mm. Have you noticed that? Is she being a sob story? Well, she just did like the last issue of, um, I want to say some magazine. I honestly cannot remember. Like Marie Claire or something. It was the final issue. Hi. And she's on the cover and she's like a hundred pounds soaking wet. A word? I just, I kind of, I've always liked Jen. And I feel for her for whatever reason. Like, it just seems like she's sad and lonely. I like how we're calling her Jen. 
That's like we're cool industry guys. Mm. Like we've hung out with her at a SAG after party or something. Or in court. Or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Courtney Cox Arquette for uh, uh, the yes. layman. I call it court. Um, I'm more of a David Arquette guy. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Waiting for Ready to Rumble 2 in the pantheon of sequels that shouldn't exist. So we got the Terminal 2 and Ready to Rumble 2 lined up. Can't and wait. more coming. Can't wait. Also, yeah, did you mention Jennifer Aniston's father is dead? I didn't. I somehow forgot that. Mm. He died like three days ago. John <laughs> Aniston, star of soap operas and mm. who knows what else, but he's gone. He's dead. Oh, yeah, he actually was famous. Yes. Okay. Normally when you mention someone's parent dying, it's just completely unrelated <laughs> to anything. <laughs> and uh... Sometimes I like to pump fake you a little bit with oh. like a real actual person on earth who worked in the business who's died. Just gave me pause. Can we talk about Alec Baldwin suing his Rust castmates mm-hmm. due to him shooting Halnia Hutchins? Glad to hear that. I'm going to sue everybody. Just as this is out of the headlines, I'm going to bring it right back. I mean, he might be right to sue. It is a pretty fucked up thing to happen. I think that he should do whatever he can to keep this out of the press. Mm. Just forever. Maybe... <laughs> make everyone sign an nda or something i don't know if we mentioned it but like a couple of weeks ago he did post on instagram like it's been one year and just a picture of the woman and it's just like what kind of a post is this what am i taking away from i'm a weird guy i'm celebrating the anniversary of that time i shot a woman on a film set and uh fucking i don't know and the picture was like her like on set could have been like from the day of was that her birthday or one year anniversary of the of the shooting itself the anniversary. Anniversary, the right. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a weird He's happening. a weird guy. Who knows how that'll shake out. He had a hell of a run on 30 Rock. I was always a big fan of his work on that. Mm. And in uh, The Departed. You ever see that? I have seen it. It's okay. very good. And also, while we're in something resembling the Spielberg corner, Bradley Cooper. Saw that. Has been cast as Frank Bullitt in the next film oh, from Steven Spielberg. Kid. Yes, your father, big fan of the original Bullet, starring Steve McQueen, mm. I do believe. We still yes. need to watch that. That's one of those movies I've been meaning to watch for like 17 years. It's on Plus. the bucket list forever. I think I've seen it. Mm. I know I've seen it, in fact. The car chase rules. That's one of those movies they, people still reference it. Right. With like the Mad Max movies, it's just like, now that's a car chase. Now that's a picture. Mm. And this is uh, this new movie from Spielberg it will not be a remake of that movie, but an original story around the character of Bullet. I guess Bullet, there were Bullet books or something? That I don't know. Something? But some sort of... I'm sure it'll be good. I like Bradley Cooper, and it's mm. it's a cool character. I like him in a Spielberg movie. That sounds yeah. cool. When did Steve McQueen die? Like a long time ago or recently? Can't be I have sure. trouble gauging his age, and I know I could look it up. I'm just too lazy. Age gauge... Rage Cage. Speaking of um, Steve McQueen, did you hear that Whoopi Goldberg has COVID? I didn't. Mm. Whoopsie. Whoopsie, she got COVID. People still having COVID is wild. Her, remember when like every week I would have like four celebrities to announce getting COVID? That's why it made me laugh that there was a headline. People like just putting Whoopi Goldberg in the headlines. I don't know if you've noticed that, but she's a host on The View. So she says something dumb every couple of months and then she'll get a headline for it. Mm. Or she'll like speak out or go against somebody. So the press, I don't think the press really knows how to feel about her. I'm in on Whoopi. Yeah, I kind of like her. 
She dated Ted Danson when he was in blackface. I feel like she's a good sport. I feel like she talked about being toasty on TV way before it was cool. Like, yeah, when I was on the set of Ghost, I sounded a lot like Steve-O. She'd be like, yeah, smoke, and people would be like, my goodness, Whoopi. I feel like Whoopi is a hang. Yeah. What do you think? I'd like to cordially invite Whoopi Goldberg on this here podcast Mm. to have a toast with us here in the chill zone, watch a hot turkey, maybe invite her to Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. What do you think of that? Um, Which we are doing as a show. We are, yeah. Yeah. For the fans. We'll be doing a Black Friday show. Ooh. As we often do. <laughs> we'll be doing it live from the Best Buy parking lot hmm. over waiting for a $30 discount on a TV and just having no sleep at all. Did you see mm. that the budget of FX, also known as uh, Fast and Furious Part 10, Fast also known 10 as... Fast your seatbelt. Yes. Yep. The budget of this film, which is still being filmed, has increased to $340 million. That's so much fucking money. The money. (laughs) (laughs) I I need all of it to complete this picture. Yeah, they're just going to have 18 months in post (laughs) and Vin like sitting in an editing room like, you need another explosion. I'm really imagining him like working behind the scenes, like actually directing this picture and being like, I need... Six more explosions behind CGI, Paul Walker over here. And that's that's all there is to it. I don't care how many millions we need for it. I could say that these movies are all he has, but like he has two or three franchises. He has like, they're making another triple X movie. Are they not? They are. Yeah. Also and another Riddick. That's what I was going to say. They're making it. He has, so he has those two and this. Ridiculous. And his music career. Yeah, that, yeah, thank you for bringing up his music Mm. career. And we're still waiting for another single, perhaps the rest of that album. But this is, folks, even for like a blockbuster of Fast X's magnitude, $340 million, this is like crazy town. Yeah, that's that's insane. And it's probably going to be even more than that. That's like an Avatar budget. Yeah, like, (laughs) we spent a cool billion on this big finale. (laughs) I don't even know where the money is coming from. All of the producers are on the Epstein flight logs. James Cameron convinced me to shoot CGI Paul Walker with the Avatar cameras. There's a, there's a diamond mine full of children paying for this movie somewhere. The children. I mean, it's all going to be worth it once this movie comes out. Oh, yeah. This movie's sponsored to, you, to us by like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and like, Nike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to have like personal cameos. Oh, just yeah. To... Phil Knight, like, look at me. I'm here. I got a car. Elon Musk, like, I'm destroying Twitter. Am I cool yet? Does anyone think I'm fun? I'm loving it. I'm, I, I, I bought my blue check mark. I'm signed up. I'm in. Yeah, I'm glad you're verified. That's the only good thing to come out of all of this. <laughs> How hard did you laugh when you like saw a, like a me tweet? It's <laughs> like a stupid little blue check mark next to my dumb face. I was very in on it. I thought that might get a laugh out of my Twitter people. Yeah. I don't even know how to work it. Everyone expects it to shut down any day. Like he shut down the offices everywhere right. and like fired everyone. Like Twitter's going to just disappear one of these days. I hope so. I mean, I need Twitter to survive. Digital Scotty is... That's like your favorite one. Digital Scotty's way cooler than real Scotty. And uh, I need Twitter to survive. I think you're just going to have to pivot Fuck. to Instagram. I mean, I don't love Instagram. It's okay. You prefer Twitter to Instagram. Yeah. 
I like the layout of it. And as we've discussed before, like I don't like Reddit. It makes me ill Reddit to even look sucks. at it. Yeah, I can't do it. Discord, fucking please. Discord makes me feel like I'm 96 years old and I, it gives me a headache. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I feel like Discord is like for pedophiles. <laughs> like to me, when I hear Discord, I just think like that's like the dark web and there's nothing on there. <coughs> I'm choking. There's nothing on there for normal people that aren't looking for like weird sex stuff. I mean, I think that sounds right. Right? I think you're right. What else would it be? I don't see. We don't know what it is. How I think the whole point of Discord is that it's like, isn't it like anonymous and like they delete all the information and it's like hidden? I don't even know. Monty, I'm gonna need a fact check on and actually like a ideally like a ten minute presentation on what Discord is. So prepare that for us for tomorrow. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, Ariana Grande's brother Frankie got the shit beaten out of him in New York. Okay, did you see that? Did. You sent that to mm. us the other day. I didn't know who he was, and I saw an article without her either. in it, and it was like Frankie Grande, and I didn't really put it together. And hi. Him just getting the shit kicked out of him. That once I realized that he was related to her, I laughed. Mm. Is this a cut? <laughs> I'm gonna no. say it is not. I'm not. I'm not loving it. I've heard this before. This is the. Pete Davidson hitting her back wall. Oh, hey, dude. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, did you hear I'm dating uh, Emily Roger? Hey, dude. Hey, dude. What uh, what happened? Pete Davidson is dating Emily Ratajkowski, and his bang list. Like, I get it. It's everywhere. It's all anyone's talking about. But I'm I'm like I'm I'm actually starting to become like shocked by him. Like how he's pulling it off. Yeah. And I'm wondering what's going on there. He's probably getting tired of it at this point. <laughs> he should just yeah. uh, throw a curveball. Be like, I'm going celibate. I'm I'm, I'm tired of... Uh, he's got to be bored with it. He can't... Of- he's one of the most... He's becoming one of the most famous people alive based on who he can bang. Mm. And he left SNL and he has that, what, that, that TV show coming on Hulu? Yeah, dude. I, he's got to be bored with it. I understand the babe factor is cool, but I think that being Kim Kardashian adjacent isn't good for anybody. Mm. That's got to be exhausting. No doubt. Why do we bring him up? I totally lost um, my train of thought with that. It came up organically, but then the thing skipped. Was right. Like, Could you? Classically. Mm. Vintagely. Um... New Nickelback album out today. Um, See that? Hmm. I know you're a fan of them. <laughs> I am indeed. It's called Get Rolling. Have you noticed people are not making fun of them like they used to? Like they used to be basically like a punchline. Yeah, I think it's just because they stopped coming out. I think this is their first album in, in many years. Mm. Do you think it has cuts? I don't know. Why don't you fire it up if you're intrigued? What's it called? Get Some? Get Rolling. The Canadian rock outfit returns with their first LP since 2017. Are you a Nickelback guy? No, I'm not. No? Let's just do the first song. Hmm. A song called Skinny Little Missy. So this is San Quentin. Oh, you can chill out. This is Nickelback? Are I they guess. Like, are they like sick now? All right, I'm in already. Sickle- Immediately. I don't even need the lyrics. Sickleback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Sean from Circuit City is listening to this as we speak? Yes. 
I do. Guess what? I'm very in. I knew you would be. Unironically. Yeah, this like bits aside, I'll work out to this tomorrow. This song rules. Fire. I just need the chorus. You know it's screaming. Here it comes. Oh yeah. This rips. Yeah, that's awesome. Can that be the new themes of the show? It can, actually. <laughs> Appreciate you being flexible. Is in. Um, that's awesome. Thank you for letting me know. I'm like way out of touch with music. I have not listened. I just sort of like put my Spotify on and like will play whatever curated playlist they give me and not even really look around that often. I should for mm. stuff like that. Yes. Did you see the trailer for that Tom Brady? Oof. Like book Jesus. club old lady yeah. movie. It looks great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great! Like terrific, like must see type stuff. I'll see it in the theater for people who haven't seen the trailer yet. I think it's called Eighty for Brady, mm. and it's a movie that looks like it was filmed for like four thousand dollars, <laughs> starring like a bunch of you know seasoned uh, actresses of mm. note who've all won Academy Awards. The trailer actually made me laugh. It's like Academy Award winner Sally Field, Academy Award winner Lily Tomlin, etc. And then it's just and Tom Brady. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, they got me." And Gronk's in there too. Gronk t- probably takes his dick out. I'm like, "Hey, how are you?" I'm here for the sports corner. Halfway through, I'm like, I, I realize I don't know what Gronk sounds like. <laughs> oh, it's me, Gronk. Oh yeah, that's I'm an idiot. The meathead voice. That's what Gronk uh, has. I will not see that. What at all? No, th- not even for the bit. I'm out. What? It's going to be bad. It looks like Wild Hogs, but with women <laughs> and with Tom Brady and Gronk in it. <laughs> looks like a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. This can't miss. It's, uh, I mean, his filmography just continues to wow. Oh, yeah. This will be up there with the Ted films. The Entourage movie. Hey. I was rocking out to the Entourage theme before you got here. I was That's my get psyched mix before the show. At a boy. Also, at the end of this trailer, like mm. they take drugs, and it's all of them like, we're old ladies, and we're on drugs. This is wacky. And she looks around the restaurant, and everyone has the face of Guy Fieri. Oh. Yeah. Just in case you weren't sold yet, that'll, that'll that push might have just pushed. Yeah, I was going to say, put me over the edge. He's in. I think the that's a trope. Like, oh, they're like, like Robert De Niro in Bad Grandpa is like drinking a beer, and now he's like an old man under the influence. Like, yeah. that's not funny to me. It's That's just pretty dumb. hacky and muggy yeah. and expected. Oh, absolutely. Like right over the fucking plate. There's nothing interesting or unique about that, even a little bit. No. Um, Tom Brady, you'd think when he would, if he left the state, You'd stop hearing about him so much. But then he went through a high... Now he's in the middle of a high-profile divorce. And that's the other weird thing. In this movie, he's on the Patriots. And it's like... Yeah. It seems very, like, Patriot-centric. It Mm. seems odd that... Well, it's centered around this last Super Bowl with the Patriots, I think. Oh, okay. So we're watching, like, a period piece? (laughs) I guess. About Brady? (laughs) Is this a true story? I need to look into this movie further. This is, like... This movie's so (laughs) fucked up that it was made... That someone thought to make it and then actually made it is insane. <laughs> right. I can't I can't even believe it really. You're not even gonna believe it. But I will watch this and enjoy it. 
Um, did you see that the Yellowstone premiere had 1.2, or I'm sorry, 12.1 million viewers? I have expected you to say billion. Yeah, trillion. <laughs> Everyone on the planet tuned in four times. <laughs> Yellowstone has 12 billion <laughs> viewers. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that, but... There's yeah. always room for Dr. Evil. Was it a hot episode? Did you enjoy yourself? It was two, actually. They did wow. one and then another. And it was just a lot of setup. It was not super, super exciting, but... Did Kevin Costner like get his <clears throat> cowboy hat stolen or something to really set this season off? <laughs> they... There wasn't a lot of action. Um, they were just sort of setting the stage. I think it's going to be a wonderful season, though. And if you look at the, I looked at a breakdown of the premieres and like of the show rather, season one premiered pretty good in 2018. Season two had a drop. Mm. Season three was like quadruple that. Mm. Season four was enormous. And now season five is obviously the biggest yet. Season five, the premiere was just obviously 12.1 million people. It's the best show on television, high, most highly watched show on television. It just, it just wins. I mean, it is a soaring success yes the it's got two spinoffs mm. taylor sheridan <laughs> is just like counting all the money on earth they're they i feel like paramount plus just came to him and they were like anything you've got will yeah. turn into a show he created that new Stallone. tulsa king yeah. yeah we'll talk about that we want to talk about that now or in reviews wherever you. i'm chomping at the bit for it go for it's, it it honestly take yellowstone out of the equation it's the best show on television it uh i only watched one episode but i was enjoying it's like it is, and it's it's like fun in a bad way, right? It's like just it's like how I enjoy it, like how you enjoyed uh, Black Adam. Ooh, like a little tongue in cheek. Like I'm like it's fucking. It's just a blast. Is yeah. the way I would recommend it. It's Sylvester Stallone who is 76 years old. For anyone who forgot, it's him playing like a mob guy. And he's like beating people up. When he goes into the pawn shop or the, the weed store, rather, and he comes back and he whips the fucking metal water bottle at that guy's hey, head. Give me all your weed. And he's like, I'm like the co-owner now. Hey, I'm shaking you ooh. down. Like you, like he's like a fish out of water. I'm a big fan of the like, <laughs> this is like almost like the Lilyhammer premise of like a fish out of water, retired gangster in hey, an interesting town. I'm kind of ripping off Lilyhammer over here. It doesn't matter though, because <laughs> the target audience is so much different that no one's going to know. Taylor Sheridan found this script in a <laughs> drawer tucked away. He me, was like, me and Taylor Sheridan were getting drunk together and doing push-ups. Maybe and we, we make said this. maybe we make a show because like we both get blank checks wherever we want to go. Turkey King. It I'm loving it. I think it's a lot of fun. It was funny. It was Lucy was like, Wow, you don't even look at your phone for like half the show. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's how you know. That is notable. That's how you know. I knew I was gonna love it like minute one. When like he got out of prison, basically it's like Sylvester Stallone's a gangster. He gets out of jail after 25 years for like not telling on anybody. And then he's mad because they like won't set him up. And then he ends up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm. which is a nothing kind of town, that not is, like New York. That's why it makes, it feels like old fashioned. It's like a very classic premise. Like, oh yeah. What about this guy? In this place, like this isn't ordinary. I don't she know. can't stand up on those things. Yeah, like, and they really, the episode I saw, they were really like leaning into that. I think that's there. I think there's only one. There's only one. I think the other. They, I think they come out oh, okay. on the same night as Yellowstone. So you're caught up. See, Hollywood's finally listening to the mm. program, and they realize that we want the weekly rollout again. Keeps things popping. 
We're all about that weekly rollout. Yeah, I'm a. I don't want them all at once. I want to have to anticipate it. Yeah, who's got time for all that? Not me. I mean, what You're else a do we real have? Oh, did you see the White Lotus has been re- renewed for season three? Yeah, that makes sense. HBO's. Whole new crew of everybody. I assume. Yeah, yeah. that's how. Uh, they're doing season one was Hawaii, season two is Italy, mm-hmm. and where do you think they'll go for season three? Probably the butter. Mm, yeah, they just did the Italy, so they got to do the butter. <laughs> Classic. Lots of butter. We like the butter. I hope they do Boston for the White Lotus season three, <laughs> and it's just like it's what like, they're at the Boston Harbor Hotel, like kid. Yeah. The lead characters like Donnie Wahlberg, like hey, welcome to the White Lotus. Yes, we do have a Wahlburgers in the lobby. And let me introduce you to the rest of the cast. They're also Wahlberg family members. And this is a show. It's just like Marie Wahlberg and like Gronk. Yes. Like firing up those thin little Bergs. Yes. Maybe uh, some old ladies following him and Brady. I don't see how that could miss. Yeah, this is a, a green light. Yeah, baby. But I'm enjoying season two. I think I'm on like episode three. It's a good show. Yeah, it's very solid. Mike White is a good writer-director. He uh, writes interesting characters who are all fucked up. Um, Indiana Jones 5 trailer comes out in a few days. We can see how fucked up that's going to look. I thought I'd finally uh, come back to my... uh, (laughs) my, uh, Callista. I thought I'd just start Uh, making turkeys again. I'm the most boring dude who ever lived. Something He must owe somebody money because he does not seem like he wants to act anymore and is a very old man and he just signed up to do so many <laughs> new roles. He just signed up to do a Marvel movie. He's going to be in the new Captain America playing like a general opposite Anthony Mackie. I feel like you... Hey, guys, it's me, Anthony Mackie. Exactly. It's really good to have you here, Harrison Ford. <laughs> well, uh, Anthony, I, I thought I'd just... Uh, my passion for acting brought me to this green screen set. I, I know what that's like. I, thought I had a lot of passion on the... We did this last week, but on the set of Half Nelson, when I played a, a crack dealer. Well, uh, it's nice to see you and stand here in this green screen paradise with you and exchange a wooden dialogue with you. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll see you out there, Anthony. All right, Harrison. I really like that earring. Do you think that I could have sex with Callista Flockhart? Sure thing, bucko. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. All right, buddy. But yeah, the Indiana, I don't know what he's doing. Indiana Jones 5 might be cool. I don't really enjoy any of them, and people always freak out when I say that. Mm. But like, I've been to the Raiders of the Lost Ark experience in Disney World, the live show, where there's like some guy pretending to be Indiana Jones, and he has a whip, and there's like a bunch (laughs) of fucking controlled flame explosions, and Mm. it's kind of dope. But the movies don't do it for me. Huh. Even when I was in the Q zone as a kid, like, just not for me. I mean, that's fair. The, did you see Martin Scorsese turned 80 years old? I did. It was uh, someone else's birthday, too. Danny DeVito. I believe he may have also turned 80. A couple seasoned kings. He can't be 80, could he? I don't know. He's probably like... Hey, computer. How old is Danny DeVito? Oh shit! Seventy-eight. Wow, he that's pretty cool. A lot younger than Martin Scorsese. Or maybe mm. I'm just thinking he looks a lot shorter than Martin Scorsese. Maybe <laughs> like, that's how I'm getting confused. Because he's five two, he's just <laughs> younger as well. Yeah, sure. He gets it. He's laughing. 
I mean, happy birthday to both of those fucked up rascals. Did you notice that Disney Plus lost $1.4 billion last quarter? And the entire company for the streaming service, I suppose, not Disney entirely, but Disney Plus is just on a hiring freeze and cutting all budgets and they're going to fire like a million people. Something like that that confused me. It's like Disney having a bad year. It's like, does that even matter? You're Disney. Right. <laughs> like, you're, I'm sure you're fine. I feel like the park makes a billion dollars a month. Yeah. Regardless. I, like, I don't believe it when I see stories like that about Disney being like, we, we're doing bad. It's like, fucking are you? If well, you are, you're all like the fucking dumbest assholes on earth. Like, how are you fucking this up? Well, you if, own everything. If Disney Plus lost 1.4 billion. Oh, okay. The rest of the company probably made 1.5 trillion. Yeah. So they're going to even it out in the wash. Exactly. They probably made $1.4 billion from like October chewing gum sales in both parks. Yeah. It's a goof. Right. They'll make enough oh, from... Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's me, Goofy. <laughs> it's a goof troop. How you doing, hoops? <laughs> goofy, I loved your movie, A Goofy Movie. Oh, me too. <laughs> That's all I got, but uh, <laughs> have a great night. <laughs> oh, changed a bit at the end, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm in. It's just like the Chaps' dad voice, but like I'm not even the guy who does that voice. Goofy. Um, that show Hunters is coming back for season two, which will be the final season. I can't believe that show's even coming back. Uh, the Pacino show on Prime? Yeah, where he Oof. plays, he leads like a gang of Nazi killers. I thought the first episode was cool. It was all right. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and the trailer for Magic Mike's Last Dance came out. The trilogy capper to the Magic Mike saga. Directed by Channing Steven Tatum all jacked again. I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. Comes out February 10th. Would you... My brother's birthday. What up, White Chocolate? Run your tongue along Channing Tatum's abs? Uh, yeah, sure. For the Same. fans. Remember this? He seen this? He heard about this? Is this a Channing... Does he dance to this No, this is from a Goofy movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just took me a minute. I mean, what if Goofy was in the third Magic Mike movie, like dancing seductively? Everybody, I'm gonna get naked. My big black dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That wasn't even a race thing, I swear to God. Oh, that's just an animation thing. Because Goofy's black. (laughs) Not like like the color, not like a person. Oh, fuck. No, keep going. I want to. Oh, my Mike, uh, I gotta pay for this trip yep. to take my son out west to go yep. fishing. And I'm gonna. You're doing a great job talking your way out of this. I got a big boner and I want to show it to everybody. Okay, Goofy, when you did a Goofy movie, <laughs> did you. <laughs> did your big black DI, uh. <laughs> oh, Goofy, my dick is so small. I can say that because Robin's here and she's black too. <laughs> Why don't you do Goofy? That was perfect. You got me fucking floundering for the last five minutes. You got a perfect Goofy? Is that all you got or is there words? That's just that, yeah. I'll do Daffy Duck. (laughs) Okay, now we got Daffy. Hey, Goofy, it's me. Now now I'll be Channing Tatum or something? (laughs) Hey, Hey, it's me. Do I sound like this? Hey, Channing Tatum, it's me, Daffy Duck. I'm... Hey, what's up? Uh, remember that movie I directed called Dog, where it's me and a dog, like driving around in a truck, and it's called Dog? That's like my favorite movie that I've made before Magic Mike 3. Whew.
Goofy, I feel like we're going to get a few texts tomorrow like, that Magic Mike Goofy mashup? What was that all about? Yeah. We're going to get some calls from <sighs> Disney. They're going to send us a cease and desist. You must remember this one. Tell us to... Oh, yeah, this is a fucking huge cut. Uh, this is a heater right here. I know these songs not from watching the Goofy movie, from you playing them in real life. <laughs> like, in I'm high doing school. the dance moves. Yeah. Fire. There was nothing funnier to me than having like a really, really loud car stereo and like putting all the windows down and blasting a song like this. And mm. hundreds of people just like, what is that? Yeah. Just shaking the pavement with the goofy movie soundtrack. I couldn't agree more. It's a great, it's a very untapped area for bits. Even in movies and stuff. Just showing like a character, sh like enter a scene playing a funny song. It's like a 10 out of 10 bit for me. It's cool because if you don't give a fuck and you just are totally, totally cool with embarrassing yourself, mm. you can get some, you can get some good laughs out of it. Hey. Just humiliating everybody. Did you see this picture of uh, Tobin Bell on the set of Saw X? Speaking of X movies, oh. Fast X. I hope Saw X also has a budget of three hundred forty million dollars, like Fast X. But they got. They're showing him on I set. I saw that. Yeah, you, I saw that you posted it. Talking to a child, holding a book, which could potentially be the book of Saw. The book. Yes. Sit down, let me read you a couple chapters. All right, Channing Tatum, take <laughs> out that dick. Hold on. Let me let me introduce my new apprentice, Goofy. Oh, well, you Tobin Bell. I'm just here to see my son, Max. Goofy is one of the few people to pass my test. Oh, gosh, oh, golly. <laughs> he, uh, he dug a key out of Mickey or Minnie's innards or something. Oh, I dug my hands right up Minnie's pussy and dug that key right out. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Oh, oh, oh. That was too graphic, but yes, <laughs> that is how it happened. Her pussy <laughs> reeks of bacterial vaginosis. Oh, my goodness. You're no longer my apprentice. I can't... <laughs> I don't support this kind of uh, behavior. Well, I guess that's it for me, Max. Maybe we'll go on that fishing trip next year. Wow. I feel like my Goofy improved there. Yeah, it was popping. That was decent, right? I'm in on Goofy. My Daffy Duck voice, uh, I had nothing on that. Just a... I mean, that's something. Like, the, like you've got a lot of air in your cunt, man. <laughs> like, dice sound is really all I got, I got out of that. Dice. Sorry about all these... Uh, like we're clipping so much in the last like four minutes. Sam's gonna have to spend like two hours fixing that. Um, nope is now on Peacock for people who missed it in theaters. Mm. Jordan Peele's Nope. Is that I, your new flick of the year? I enjoyed it. That was a good movie. I'm gonna watch it again. See how it lands for me on that rewatch. Oh, I it might be too soon. I was going to say, I noticed you just watched Clerks 3. How'd that rewatch go? Too soon? I started it and then realized I was watching it too soon, and I tabled good, it good. for a later date. I look forward to putting it on and then accidentally starting the movie three quarters in and having a big laugh, knowing that that's why. And also, yeah, like, that new Top Gun, I was yeah. thinking about watching that again. Folks, if you haven't seen that, I think it comes to HBO Max or something soon, or maybe Paramount. The real test Tell is, will it land on a home TV mm. like it did in the theater? It's a good question. The Batman sure didn't. I'm going to wait mm. a year and then rewatch that again. Mm. But my rewatch of the Batman was way too soon. It was too long. And it's not great. It's no Dark Knight. 
Walking out of it, I said it was better than The Dark Knight. Yeah, that was and fucked up. Looking back on that, that might be the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. Folks, if you listen back to that episode, I remember in the moment saying, this is fucked up. <laughs> when I said that, I clocked it in, in time. I just want it to be known. How about this? Yes, I'm Batman. I mean... I'm trying to see. I feel like there was something else fucked up that happened this week. Um, the woman whose home was destroyed by Anne Heche's fireball of a car accident is suing the late actress's estate. Oh, word. Got that going for us. Okay. That seems fair. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't watch it yet, but it gave me a big laugh. I was leafing through uh, Your Star's account. Oh. And uh, I saw that there's a movie... Starring Michael Shannon called Heart of Champions. I'm a, a champion. It's like him playing like the <laughs> the coach, like the angry coach with a heart of gold. Can you believe that he made one of those movies? I can. And because the like only notable thing he's done since 2015 is like uh, Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. <laughs> Whoa, that show barely exists. And it's it's about a rowing team. It isn't even like a football team. It's not even like a real team on him. Just like row, <laughs> row, <laughs> row your boat. I am weird. Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie. And I'm a big Michael Shannon head. Yeah, he's. I would watch pretty much whatever he does. I guarantee, if you don't know who he is, if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy, the like angry guy who's in like every other movie. He's a worker. Star of Take Shelter, Ooh. 99 Homes, yes. most notably The Shape of Water. Oh, wow. Those are good He's picks. done a lot. Um, you know yeah. what he's awesome in? And I'm like looking at his list right now because I can't remember the, what it is. But he rules in... Oh, come on. Where is it? He was good in Nocturnal Animals. I thought that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that movie Frank and Lola. Oh, a lot. Is, is, I thought that was cool. With friend of the show, Imogen Poots. Mm-hmm. Fuggin. Who is starring in Kristen Stewart's directorial debut I saw the other day online. Oh. Some sort of classy picture about the ladies. The How turkeys. do we think that's going to go? I'm sure it'll be good. Kristen yeah. Stewart seems like she's interesting work as of late. What Much was her like, most recent? Diana or whatever that was called? Yes. Which I didn't love, but it looked nice. I was going to say it looked cool, but it was so boring. Bit of a sluggo for me. Mm. I was hoping they'd show Diana's head explode as her car <laughs> smashed into a wall in that tunnel. Yeah, you want a movie that focuses on only the last 10 minutes of her life. Yes. But her like and, extrapolates that to feature length. Her and Dodie Lafayette careening into a cement wall at 100 miles an hour. It's very funny that you know someone else's name that was involved in that incident if you're dead i'm in i'm plugged in (laughs) just as a heads up so that folks if you're dead ank is in so enough fans if you want to kill yourselves i say go for it because then i'll talk about you on the show just saying i don't co-sign for that and i just want you to know that i'd cry about it so don't do it i'm only making that joke because it is men's health or men's mental health rather awareness month oh shit which is a big deal here at the show, considering I am I am unwell. Yes, I am very aware of how poor my mental health is at this moment, <laughs> and I'm going to celebrate it all month. That's your acknowledgement of it is enough? Mm. Just like, ah, you know what? You know what, dude? You got your boom. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. What am I, what am I supposed to do about it? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, like, yeah. oh, therapy? No. <laughs> no. Who could be bothered? And also The Rock. XFL, he's like still trying to make that XFL thing happen. <laughs> I saw him in like the God, most expensive sucks. suit I've ever seen, like making some sort of a speech about XFL. Did the, let me guess, the suit had a vest? Mm, I don't think it did actually. Interesting. It also didn't have a cape, Black Adam was. I feel like he loves the vest because eventually he just has to take the suit jacket off and rock just the vest to show off his big juiced guns. I've been working out. That's like me wearing tank tops year round. Like I get it, dude. You want to show off your, my mm. my, you know, your cool tattoos and your yeah. bod. It's like me fucking wearing fucking. I'm sorry, what? Dick pants. Oh, fucking. dick pants. Mm. <laughs> like skin tight gray sweats. Fucking yeah. Did doggy. you get a boner in the gray sweatpants, Scott? <laughs> I did, Howard. Thank you for asking. Ooh, boner. I got all. Um. I don't think I have any more news. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, except for the fact that Denise Richards' car mm. was shot at and Nas, famous rapper Nas, I should say, uh, his home was burglarized. Nasir? Nasir Jones. He actually came out with a new album and he has a song on it called Beef, mm. which is one of your monikers. Yeah, I have to listen to that because I'm going to enjoy it regardless because yeah. I love him and it's a song about me. Guess what? It's fire. Oh, that's awesome. And Nickelback. We got a lot to listen to. Why don't we go play some Nickelback on the break? Sounds dope. All right. And we'll be right back with a review of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yep. That and The Menu. Yes. Starring a uh, friend of the show, uh, Ray Fines. Hi. The constant gardener himself. Yes. Hello. It's me, Ray Fines. Oh, I'm. Wow. It's actually pronounced Rafe. I had no idea you didn't have a nose in real life, just like your Harry Potter character. This is wild. I'm going to get you, Harry Potter. <laughs> wow. This is fucked up. All right, have a go. Cool. All right, let's watch a movie, Rafe. Take me down to Paradise City. With a two, I had a feeling you had an agenda why you wanted this song. <laughs> the two mil is... Uh, <laughs> oh, this is my John Travolta voice. <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like him. It's not what I thought it was going to sound like, but I think I'm in on it. I also got two mil. The l- wickedly talented. Two millionted. We just watched Paradise City starring the wickedly talented Bruce Willis and John Travolta, two friends of the show. And they've reunited in this movie for the ages that... Home run. The thing you... You took a picture of the... It says, movie icons and Pulp Fiction co-stars Bruce Willis and John Travolta face off in this action-packed thriller. You know movies good when they have to, like... Reference a film from 30 years ago? Yes. Yeah. And call them icons. <sighs> but yeah, this is a classic, like, Bruce Willis, John Travolta, straight to streaming and or video two-hander. <clears throat> They're both barely in it, but they make it seem like it stars them. They Their both... stunt doubles did most of the heavy lifting, yeah. This movie may be more than any movie I've ever seen before. Anytime you can't directly see their face speaking <laughs> words... It's a stunt double to a degree that was like laughable. Oh, yeah, that Bruce, was insane. Bruce Willis's like stand in was just like a guy who was also bald, 
but in no other ways resembled Bruce Willis in any way. They didn't even have the same skin tone. Yeah, it was like, I couldn't believe how cheaply and this was, you know, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. The, oh, yeah. uh, the tagline, or no, the summary, Ryan Swan must carve his way through the Hawaiian crime world to wreak vengeance on the kingpin who murdered his father. His father is Bruce Willis, who is in like the beginning and end scenes and sprinkled in the middle in like some muggy mm. dream sequences. This movie was a true wow. It was obviously very bad, but I had a lot of fun watching it and just being like, look at this. Like this stunk, huh? There was a few moments for laughs, but overall I'm a little disappointed I paid twelve ninety nine to purchase this just to make you laugh. I mean, when Steven Dorff showed up, we both had a good laugh. I had a good laugh at his reveal and Travolta's. And those oh both God. were almost... Actually, I got to put the fund in now before I forget. Take me down to Paradise City. This is such an enough show bit. Me like going on the iTunes report a problem page to report mm. or to like make up a reason why I don't want to pay for a movie. Folks were in the iTunes refund corner. Mm -hmm. But yeah, iTunes should just at this point be like, we get it. It was another hot turkey. I'll just say that my nephew purchased it by accident. This was a movie that was so like cheaply made. There was a bunch of scenes where like the tough guys, like the heavies have to come in. Or like, it was basically assassins. These guys are coming to kill Steven Dorff and John Travolta. <laughs> and they couldn't have looked more like extras. They just looked like your dad's friends. They were just like men. <laughs> just some men on earth. And they put them in like these like SWAT outfits. I was like, I don't know, one of those movies that makes you appreciate real movies that have to, uh, you know, have casting and production value and like. What I'm wondering. The other is, things that this movie just wasn't really concerned with. Yeah. To a degree. Who, who are these movies for? Exactly. Mm. Like Middle America, still thinking Bruce Willis and John Travolta are stars. Yeah, I think it's literally just that and us who can watch it just to be like, wow, like. The movies have fallen, huh? Right. I think that's the only way you can watch something like this. We go into all these movies whenever they pop up, like, oh, this is going to be a funny one. And then mm. it ends up just being like kind of sad and then kind of lame. And then we shut it. Yeah, I kind of felt bad for Bruce Willis. He's like, mm. you know. <clears throat> bad Way Boulevard, yeah, for yeah. sure. And he's just like, you know, still doing it. Mm. And I'm glad we made it there to the end because halfway through we were like John Travolta and Bruce Willis are in some scenes together but they're not actually there in the same room together not a chance no because if they were they'd obviously have them in the same shot at the very least but then there was one scene at the end where it's like I think they might be in the same location which but, that's a bad thing when the, the best thing you can say about a movie is I think <laughs> the two stars might have been in the same scene shooting this together we should start doing the pod from separate locations <laughs> yeah and like green screen it yeah try to fool the heads oh yeah they'd, they'd never catch on yeah and like the main guy from everybody wants some a underseen richard linklater movie that i'm a big fan of is I, that sorry is no, that like a like a dazed and confused kind of movie yeah it's okay. like exactly like that but it's about a bunch of like baseball players in mm. texas at college really enjoyable uh comedy drama 
but yeah, I hadn't seen him in anything like since this. He was the main guy in this, playing Bruce Willis's son. And he was there. He showed up mm -hmm. and said his lines into into the camera. The uh, they had a lot of scenes with him and the main babe, where it was like, is this like a love story? Is this why is this happening? Right. There's a scene where John Travolta or Bruce Willis is like, hey, you and your girlfriend, and he's like, she's not my girlfriend, Dad. And uh, Bruce Willis says, not with that attitude. She isn't. Yeah. It just had such like a cheap like porno vibe. <laughs> I was like, why are these scenes just seem out of place? Yeah. It's like a softcore porn that never got to the sex scenes. We just edged the whole way. Yeah. The movies. And I was also kind of embarrassed for John Travolta at times because he was kind of trying to like have chops. Yeah, you said that. That made me laugh. It was fucked up. Was, he, he does still have them, right? I mean, he was... He's probably the most... Yeah. You know, chop filled. I can't think of the right word. I would say of the entire cast, he's the guy with the most talent, yes. Like Steven Dorf on the other side, he was just like visibly disinterested in being in a movie and saying things. Travolta at least showed up. What is a good Steven Dorf movie? Blade doesn't count. That's not his movie. Aren't you a fan of that Sofia Coppola joint somewhere? Nailed it. Yep. Where he basically That's like actually plays probably himself? my favorite Sofia Coppola movie. Ooh. But he's not really stepping out of his comfort zone at all in that. He's just kind of playing himself. Yeah, like a washed up Hollywood guy who lives at a hotel. So, okay. Yeah, she didn't even give him a script. She just <laughs> started uh, shooting. This is a, a Wednesday, Steve. <laughs> just do a Wednesday. But yeah, this, I don't know. If you feel like going down to Paradise City, this will definitely be on Hulu tomorrow morning. So it's showing up in the library as you finish that sentence so you don't need to buy it but maybe buy it anyways just for bruce willis mm. to support his uh bad way in the boulevard <clears throat> we, that's paradise city can we talk about neil brennan's new special blocks please I'll it is this. neil brennan uh comedian and writer from the famous Chappelle show has a new special out called Blocks on Netflix. Oh, and man. it's excellent. I think Dave Chappelle's mad at him, and he's going to make seven more specials to uh, to get back at him. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed this special. It was... Uh, I thought it was going to be very like gimmick-heavy because he has a bunch of stuff on the wall, but it's not really. It's just like a right. reference point for a couple bits, and it's... Otherwise, a pretty standard stand-up special. Yeah, I to me like the the his whole mental health journey is fascinating, and I mm. thought it was pretty moving. And I don't really get moved, probably because of my medication that he's also taken. Word. But we've both done the uh, transcranial magnetic uh, stimulation therapy for depression and anxiety. He did the more intensive version. I'm actually trying to sign up for another round of the regular version. Um, he's just a an interesting, bright dude. Lucy and I saw him in Los Angeles right after our wedding, and that was really cool mm. at uh, the Comedy Store. Comedy. And he didn't do any of the jokes there that he did in this special, which is kind of cool. That is cool. Because I've gotten to see two full sets from him in the last six months, or mm. two months. And uh, the whole special is, it's not like laugh out loud, hysterical, funny. 
but it's thought provoking and interesting and poignant at times. And like as close to an emotion or a tear that you're going to get out of me, you got at the end where he's talking about like how he tried all these things. And I don't, this is like a spoiler, I guess, but, and no matter like through everything that he'd been through all the therapy, everything, and just like, he realized that he, he himself shows himself no grace. Mm. was the thing that really stuck out to me because I feel the exact same way. Like I'm constantly just, like I was rear-ended in a car accident last night. Like it wasn't serious, but like my bumper's all fucked up. It's going to be a week, week, multiple week production. Mm. And like my first thoughts were like blaming myself for like having gone to pick up dinner instead of cooking. Like if you cooked, you wouldn't have been in that situation. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, life happens and you were tired and you went to go get burgers and you got rear-ended. And yeah. it's not your fucking fault. That's true. But it's not even just that. It's just like you're constant when you when you suffer from mental illness, like I do. And I think Neil, of all celebrities I've heard speak on it, he's the closest I feel to my level of like what it's like in terms of just that constant fucking goddamn it. Mm. When you feel that way, pretty much you blame yourself for everything, and mm. you constantly feel like everyone's upset with you. You're failing you're letting people down, you're just rot with fear and you mask it with humor and bravado and whatever the fuck else. This is my experience. Mm. So it just, to me, it feels like you, at the end of the day, you're kind of, you have good days and bad, sure. This podcast helps, love you. Whatever it up. But I don't know, you kind of just walk through life like fuck. I am. Is how like, and Neil of all people, cause everybody's, mental health is so different. Like nobody's experience is the same. And mm. I don't know, just of everybody, I feel like I've, you know, through rehabs and whatever, everyone I've ever spoken to, it's like when I hear him talk about it, I'm like, that's what mine is like. Yeah. <laughs> no, stuff like that can make a huge difference. Yeah. Even just hearing <clears throat> someone say something where you're like, oh shit, I've never heard that. And like, I totally feel that yeah, yeah. or think that it can uh, make a world of difference. It's, I yeah, guess you it, feel represented. You feel, I felt seen, mm. which is lame to say but it's good to feel seen heard mm. the others <laughs> i have a thing where like i grew up with it's good a lot to feel of smelled advantages I and i just never feel like i deserve to feel any type of way mm. like if i feel bad about something i'm like well you know you have a lot of advantages you shouldn't feel that way and that mm. sucks to like not even give myself the right to feel upset yeah no that's yeah like even right now, I'm like trying to like phrase this in a way where I don't sound like a sob story. I'm like, well, I don't want to weigh on anybody. I don't want to be that guy that I was laying on the parking lot floor after drinking at three in the morning going, just leave me here. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ, Ank. Like, we can't leave you here. Classic it's January. <laughs> me like, it doesn't matter. Just go. <laughs> go on without me. It's like, why would we do that? Everybody just like, <sighs> mm. but yeah, I hear you. It's uh, it's tough out there. Mm -hmm. It's been a rough couple of weeks. It really has. Yeah, what's going on? Like everyone I know is getting bad news. Mm. People, are like, everybody's in a bad way. Yeah, it's just like a weird time right now. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's killing it right now. Everybody's just like, yeah, I lost my job. I was in a fight with my husband. I was, I fell down the stairs. I crashed my fucking car, whatever it may be. It's, it seems like the shit is hitting the fan for everybody all at once. Mm. And that doesn't make me feel better in this moment right now. Typically I'd go, well, we're in this together. But right now I'm like, well, why do we have to be in it at all? Why can't we all just get a break? 
Yeah. And watch like John Travolta movies and have a laugh. Oh. Eating Papaginos like a couple of kings. Sounds dope. Yeah, maybe it'll get better. I think it's gotta, right? I mean, Can't we, get worse. We got this holiday week coming up. Big holiday. Yeah. Big turkey boys. We're doing, your, or you can do Friday, right? Yeah. Do the big Black Friday spectacular. Perhaps we'll watch Michael Mann's LA Takedown. Mm, sounds sort of lovely. Mm. I'm down. I mean, speaking of the fucked up holiday season, the I wanted to watch it for the bit before I found out it was two hours and seven minutes long. That Oof. new Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Apple TV movie, Spirited. Oh, God, that just pained me to even say that. Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Apple TV, original movie, Spirited. Listen to this fucking summary. A musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly mis- misanthrope? Misanthrope. Okay. Yeah. Who was taken like on a, a sad, magical sad, journey. Sad person? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Monty? Who's taken on a magical journey. So it's them singing, I'm gathering. Yikes. For two hours and seven minutes. Imagine that extra seven minutes after the second hour where you're just like, get me out of here. Also, one thing, one nice thing I'll say about Paradise City, they had a blooper reel over the credits. That goes a long way for Scotty. That's bumping it up a full star. The blooper reel. You like a blooper reel. It's fun. Yeah. Shows them having a goof, especially when it's like a turkey. It's like, at least I can watch them fucking flub their lines. This is something. Bruce Willis's entire blooper reel is just him having seizures. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce. Somebody call 911. Why are we filming this piece of dog shit? Him just wetting himself. Like, <laughs> lemon pie. I mean, I'm sure there's. Fabian. I'm sure Spirited has a similar blooper I reel. I hate that mongoloid voice. Well, Will Ferrell's fucking wearing a diaper. And Will Ferrell is himself. like Mr. Blooper Reel. Him just like ad-libbing, like, uh, whatchamacallit, eastbound and down type dialogue. Yeah. He's a big improver. Um, he's funny. Mm. That's a hot take. <laughs> you th- you're saying, you're going out on a limb and saying Will Ferrell is funny? I'm going to go out on oh. a limb and say Step Brothers is a movie I hated for a while based on it being overdone. Mm. I'm fully back in. It's a funny movie. It's it has very enjoyable. a lot of very funny parts. You're also a big fan of their uh, Holmes and Watson. No, That's no, a... I am not. I'm anti Sherlock and anti anything British. I mean, that's two fair takes. Because I am American. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And uh, we also both watched a little bit of uh, the new Jonah Hill directed documentary <laughs> Stutz on Netflix. You didn't finish it either. No, unfortunately, Stutz is in the shuts. <laughs> uh, Trey finished it and loved it. And Rion shut it and then went back and then finished it and said that it was good then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could tell. It's probably good. I just like wasn't in the mood for right. it. It's very heady. It's like him making a documentary about his therapist. Which was my idea, much like Facebook. Yes, I invented both of those things in the aughts. Not even the aughts, in the early 2000s. I can vouch for this. You legitimately had the idea to do this like 16 years ago, whenever this was. I told my therapist I was going to make a movie about my life from the lens of therapy and recovery. 
Mm. And I filmed both my psychiatrist and my psychologist at length with like three, four, five sessions, whatever. And then everything else around it. Mine was more than just the therapy portion, but mm. my mom destroyed the footage when wow. I went to rehab because she thought it was, and I quote, too upsetting. Wow. And that I wouldn't need to see that stuff anymore. I mean, that would make a hell of a feature. I know. That footage. I could have cut it down to make it look a little bit less insane, but like that was part of it. Kind of turned to a lean like two and a half minutes. <laughs> so you know what? This guy seemed really together. <laughs> it's like a couple of exterior shots and then it ends, the credits. Any, like, ah, any yes. parts where I'm speaking, we got to cut those. Me Take with like red eyes from not sleeping for a week, just talking directly into the camera like a lunatic in the fucking, I remember this in particular, I had a red eye, my eye like just burst open with a broken blood vessel and mm. I just had one red eye. And I remember filming it like my like in a selfie type way, turning the camera around like in the parking lot of my psychiatrist's office. And my mom was just like, can you just stop? And then we went in and I filmed the entire session mm. from the the perspective of the floor. I laid down on the floor and aimed the camera up at him. Folks, and he just pretended I wasn't there and talked at me and my mom. Folks, that's the behavior of a visionary director. I know. And it's a fucking shame that that footage, well, we can recreate it one day. I hope so. When you're so. inspired to make the yeah, work. Me at 39 and a half, completely sober, just the most boring dude on the planet. Yeah, uh, I'm talking to my therapist about like 20 year old resentments. <laughs> Green light. Him just on the phone with me, bored out of his mind, like, mm, sending yes, me one sentence emails. Love it. He's in. Not as interesting anymore. Mm. It really isn't. Justin, love you, buddy. I will send you as many clients as possible. That's uh, Justin Marchese. If you need his contact, if you need a great therapist, this is a free plug because I know he's listened to the podcast before. If he hears this, he'll have a laugh. You have a laugh. Did <sighs> you watch mean, Mosquito Coast season two? I didn't, but tell me about it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all it's a show that exists on earth mm. it has justin throw i don't really remember much of the first season but i'm somehow powering through the second i know i remember i watched a handful of episodes of the first season it's like him they're like on the lamb and mm -hmm. he has kids and it's like a mysterious weird kind of nailed it i don't even know what was going on there's a scene where he pisses himself oh lost me a little bit okay the, I mean, it's an honor to be surrounded by men, you know? He's a worker. I was a I like him a lot, fan. yeah. It, I wrote that in my notes. I wrote, mm. I literally wrote, this makes me miss The Leftovers. That was a program. Which was substance. a great show that I jumped on the bandwagon way late for, but. Yeah, that, if you haven't seen The Leftovers, folks, really hot three season run just waiting yeah. for you on HBO. Great show. Yeah, The Leftovers was outstanding. Once you power through the first, because there's a couple episodes that are a little slower, and but like once you get all the characters established and you have skin in the game, then you can really get through it mm. and like love it. Hell yeah. Um, White Lotus season two, I think, is heating up. So if you started it and are bored, keep going. Agreed. Like it's, I'm really looking forward to a third season. Is he going to bring Jennifer Coolidge back again? Rihanna and I were talking about this. Oh, How like I I love Jennifer. I think she's great. Thanks. And she deserves oh, she deserves her flowers, all that. But she's like she got the Emmy. She's had her moment. Mm. Give her a little break. Don't okay. overdo the Jennifer Coolidge okay. like wave. That's a fair take. She did The Watcher. She did uh, 
Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag, whatever that fucking movie hmm. show on Hulu with Nicole Kidman and uh, Bobby Cannavale. Mm. Nine Perfect Strangers. I mm. literally just mentioned it. It's true. Um, now a second season of this. God knows what else. Mm. I just, it happens to a lot of celebrities. They just get overexposed and overdone. And like, if you'd asked me what I thought of Jennifer Coolidge on White Lotus season one, I'd be like, she's one of the most important actresses working right now. Mm. And that was a year ago. So just yeah. like, let her sit for a sec. I mean, it's a fair point. She's obviously massively talented and very likable. She's a Norwell High School graduate, which is great. Gave the speech at your graduation for crying sure out loud. Sure did. I don't remember much of it, but it was supposed to be really good. Kid. Right? Kid. I was, my guy. I was jazzed out of my mind to the point of it being an unenjoyable experience for me. I think I was starstruck out of my mind. I was like, that's Stifler's mom. Is that, everybody seeing this? Like, is everybody seeing this? Did you come to our graduation? Of course. That's funny. Yeah. I was like, um, hey, dude. Hey, guys. Uh, I feel um, like it was really hot that day, mm. if memory serves. Can't recall. Maybe that was for my sisters. I don't know. I 2002 our, to 2006 is such a blur. No doubt, no doubt. Ours was indoors, which was very memorable. Raining? In a bad way, yeah. Yeah, your grade was kind of rubbish. Yeah, I know. We deserved a, an indoor graduation. Yeah, you guys deserved that like toned down, smaller guest list indoor celebration. Mm. Leanly. Um, but that's pretty much all I'm watching. Obviously, you know I love Yellowstone, but the first two episodes were like pure setup. It's getting Yellowstone. I forgot to mention that I found a way to watch this without having to pay for it. I got on my dad's cable on the Paramount paramount tv app not paramount plus mm. and you can stream live tv and watch on demand stuff but if you want to see it right as it comes on you got to watch it with a banner around the whole tv that says live tv and that wow. has multiple icons that like end up on the characters faces wow it was like waterboarding for a tv guy truly yeah, that sounds fucked up i tried everything to get rid of it I don't I, like that. I did like every display setting imaginable. There aren't any. I closed the app. I deleted the app and reinstalled it. I restarted my Apple TV. I tried everything. It wouldn't go away. Yikes. I know. And there's commercials. Bleh. It's Bleh. it's madness. Last year, I just paid $40 for all of season four on iTunes. And I think I'm just going to do that again. Yeah, whatever it takes to avoid right. that stuff. That <clears throat> sounds like... Just torture. Yeah. That reminds me that... <laughs> My new bit is uh, I have new neighbors like across the way and they always leave their window open so I can like see what they're watching. So like when I walk by the window, I, I kind of just like make a game of clocking like, oh, what are they watching tonight? Anything and, good? I mean, they're watching The Boys recently. The other night, late. The other night. They on Monty's schedule? I'm just, just fully become a lunatic and start like... It's like me with binoculars watching these people. Like, when are they going to turn their TV on? What are they you, watching? You become like that uh, What's-Her-Face movie, where, that Sydney Sweeney movie where she shows her jugs. Yes, it's going to be like that. Voyeur. But the opposite. Instead of Sydney Sweeney, it's Scott Sweeney. Big and... rod in the window. <laughs> how long, also speaking of Monty, how long do we give him as a grace period for the I just got streaming services because my internet finally works with how behind he is on all the shows? One He's like, day. We're, 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 we're catching up. I've heard him say that like four or five times. I mean... I think that is, it's done. Like he's had the internet for over a couple of months now. Like that's enough time to cram in everything. Monty Yanks had it. You need to shape up. I'm done. No more like watching The Watcher four weeks late. Yeah. So Monty, the Santa Claus 
series is on Disney Plus now. You need to watch all of it because it's getting yes. spoiled. Is Tim Allen in that? It is. Oh, he great. is, rather. I actually watched uh, half of one episode. It's uh, He does the, like, you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. <sighs> and then does the, like, if people... Like if uh, if man of all from apes, why do we still have apes? I'm like he's just saying his tweets. <laughs> like literally, these are just Tim Allen's tweets. Why is the character on this show saying this? That sucks. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Is he a good Twitter follow? No. Well, Can't yes, be. in like a shitty way. Right. But yeah, that exists. That's on Disney Plus. A lot of fucked up content out there that. It's fun to put on just to be like, wow, they, they really made this, huh? I'm really looking at it because it was made and it exists. Yowza. Nothing is good anymore. Although there is one good thing. You mentioned the other night you were watching something on Hulu called Kitty Christmas Party. Yes, that's excellent, actually. Is which, that what it's called? Yes, which is just literally uh, like a parade of kittens being walked into frame in the middle of like a a star banner and then they're just kind of like sitting there being cute did titties. you watch it i watched the clip you sent just the clip yeah watch the whole thing it's very meditative <laughs> for me it's just like Ooh. a bunch of kittens in like a christmas setting mm. with like tinsel and mistletoe and little trees and fake snow and all this shit and they're just like walking around discovering everything i i'm a cat guy <laughs> discovering. If you guys haven't heard this oh yeah it's actually called a very kitty cocktail party. yes on Hulu. At a party. That uh that's the kind of content you can get behind. Yes. That's the kind of stuff that I want to watch after I watch something crazy. Yeah. Calm me down, you know? I learned that from Lucy. She likes to like watch something pleasant after a horror movie so she doesn't have nightmares. Mm. Just like kind of like an amuse bouche. Ooh. If that's the word. Digestif, perhaps. Dope. Joey, digestif. Vocab. I mean, I also, I watched the first episode of this new FX show that's on Hulu called Fleischman is in Trouble. I gotta watch that, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, Lizzie Kaplan, and others. This is, uh, you know, pretty cool, artsy, weird. Mm. He plays a doctor who's, like, trying to find a new girlfriend. He just got dumped by his, like, uh, long-term lady friend of however many years. Adam Brody. Is also on this. Yes. There he, it is. He was funny. You know, great cast. It has like kind of interesting narration that made the show better than it would have been without it. A very stylish mm. kind of deal. It's tough to explain. I'm going to watch this actually right after we get off air because it looks, I saw a preview of it. It looks great. Yeah. the It's on FX it's, uh, on Hulu. Mm, there's a couple episodes up. I watched the first one. Awesome. It's good. I like starting with more than one. Yeah. We got that. We got Tulsa King. We got um, fucking Yellowstone, Mosquito Coast. It's all happening. White Lotus. It's all coming together. Bachelor in Paradise wrapping up nicely. Married at First Sight was really good. That's done. Ooh. Season three of Love is Blind was good. A lot of good, good TV out there right now for you. And then more coming. We just need some movies mm-hmm. now. We need some turkeys. We do. Folks, what are you watching this Thanksgiving? Why don't you shoot us an email at enoughpodcast at gmail.com and uh, let us know for our big post-Thanksgiving wrap-up episode oh, next wow. week. Wow. 
I got one question though. Do you think that's enough? I think that is enough, as it okay. happens, as it were. And yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Seasoned. You can find Rye on those platforms at Ankner and at Ank underscore Fit. You got it. I do believe. And why don't you check out ankfit.com? Wow. And like, I don't know, book yourself a... Uh... My online booking has been turned back on, so feel free to book a session Ooh. if you are so inclined. At the Newton location only. Hmm. Do it. I drove by it organically recently, and it was very funny to me. <laughs> I just like happened to be in that area, and I was like, oh, Ankfit. <laughs> I know that guy. What time was it? You should have just come by. That, uh, it was a couple weeks ago. I think I mentioned it. I might not have, I might have been out of there already. Yeah. Yeah. I would laugh very hard if you pulled the big truck up right out front because there's like kind of like a pullover that you could do right there. Do that sometime just for the laugh. And folks, why don't you have a lovely Thanksgiving and we'll see you next time. Hey, listen, buddy, I gotta go, but thank you. Thank you, team. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one. Huh. <laughs>